You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is the place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave, and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think, quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing, and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones. And I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Hello, 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 my friends. How are you doing? I am doing magically well because today is my last day of work before I fly out to the US. So I am heading off to Hawaii for a couple of nights en route to Arizona. I am going to Sedona to be in person person with my mastermind. I combined a whole bunch of those words together. And we are having a retreat a four-night retreat in Sedona, lots of coaching and hiking and shopping and eating and a photo shoot and all sorts of fabulous, wonderful things, which I can't wait to share with you all when I get back. So this episode today, Prioritizing Joy, is in relation to a conversation I had with a former client turned friend, Molly. So shout out to Molly because you definitely inspired this episode. So I just want to say thank you. Very excited to share this with you all. So I want you to think about the amount of joy you have in your life currently. Do you have much joy in your life? Do you have enough joy in your day-to-day life? And are you making it a priority? So one of the things that Molly brought to my attention, which I loved and totally resonate with, is how much as children, we only do what is fun, what is enjoyable. That is our entire day, is anytime we have free time, we spend it doing things that we enjoy. Nothing, no chores, nothing that we think we should do or we're supposed to do. No, we are solely focused on doing things that we enjoy. I've been watching my partner's boys recently, so I co-parent three boys half the time and they are ages seven, nine and 11 at time of recording and they only do what they want to do and what to them is enjoyable. That's all they do all day long in order to get them to do any of their responsibilities such as emptying the dishwasher or making their beds, tidying their rooms. It is like pulling teeth. That is such a chore to them and they don't want to do it. They only want to do things that are fun and enjoyable, right? Like that's our natural instinct as children, okay? Which is really interesting to think about because yes, as an adult, we have responsibilities and there are a lot of other things that we do such as working and perhaps raising families or, you know, starting our own businesses and going to the gym. There are lots of things that we do in our lives, but just notice how our natural instinct from a very young age is to play. It is to have fun. It is to seek joy. Okay. And when something feels like a chore, 
we don't want to do it. It becomes like a disgruntled kind of a, well, I have to, like, I have to go to work. I have to make money, obviously, right? There's this kind of energy attached to it. But it's a very different energy when something feels fun and enjoyable. Like if you have a job that you absolutely love and adore, like me, going to work is not a have to, it's a want to. Like, no, I want to work. I want to work. I love what I do. I want to do this, right? It's such a different energy attached to it when something feels fun and something is enjoyable. We're like, yes, I can't wait to do that. I'm excited, right? So I want you to think about something in your life that you want to change. That thing that you want to change, does it feel fun? And my guess is probably not. Otherwise, you would have done it already. So it no doubt feels hard or it maybe feels like more of a chore, like something you have to do or you're just supposed to do. Like perhaps like exercising regularly, like that might be something you want to change. You want to be fitter and healthier. But you're like, oh, but, you know, exercising, I'm not a fan. It's just I don't have time. It's so hard. Right. Like that is making it more of a chore. It doesn't sound fun at all. Right. And perhaps something in your life that you want to change is dating. Maybe you want to find someone to share your life with or you want to write a book or you want to change your current job or your current line of work. Maybe you want to start your own business. Does it feel fun or does it feel heavy and like, you know, more of a chore, like something you're, you're going to have to get to or figure out or you'll just do later, right? Dopamine helps to create consistency. When we add pleasure and joy into things, then we want to do them. When we make things fun When we give ourselves or attach that dopamine hit to different things, then we want to do them, right? So for me right now, I've really ramped up my running and I run on average three days a week. It's not long. It's roughly 30 minutes, but I'm really enjoying it because I'm getting such a dopamine hit from it. I want to run. The other day I was set to run in the morning and a couple of things happened and I couldn't. And I actually got off a coaching call at 12 o'clock, sorry, at one o'clock in the afternoon, a 12 o'clock call. And then at 1.30, I was like, nope, I'm going for a run. Like I want to run. Gosh, if you told me I would be that person, I would never have believed you a few years ago. But I wanted to because I have such pleasure and joy and dopamine attached to it now. Okay. So when we add that pleasure and that joy into things, we want to do them. Now, yes, sometimes that dopamine and that pleasure and that joy comes later once you can create more of a consistent habit, but you can also create it beforehand. What would make exercise fun for you? Okay, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But before I talk about that, I want to talk about some of the things that maybe we don't want to be doing so much or quite so often. Some of the things that we beat ourselves up for or some of the things that maybe we shame ourselves for. So, for example, procrastination. Many of us, myself included, we will beat ourselves up for procrastinating. We will make ourselves bad or wrong for putting things off, okay? For, you know, going and cleaning the kitchen sink when you're meant to be practicing a presentation or, you know, writing a speech or something and you're out cleaning the bathroom or maybe you're watching Netflix. Hey, that's one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) I love Netflix. But maybe that's another thing that you perhaps think you should be doing less of is you know, instead of binge watching Netflix, maybe you should be out 
you know, dating or writing your book or you should be working on your business or whatever it is. So other things that sometimes we make ourselves bad or wrong for doing might be just like having a glass of wine at a networking event when you said you weren't going to drink that night. Maybe it's, you know, drinking a whole bottle when you said you were just going to drink two glasses. So the reason I talk about these things, some of the things that perhaps we don't want to be doing quite so often is I want you to consider what those things are giving you. When you procrastinate, what is it giving you? What are you getting from that procrastination? What are you getting from binge watching a whole series of Netflix? What are you getting? What kind of pleasure hit are you getting from that glass of wine at that networking event? Because here's the thing, there is some pleasure in it. There is some joy in it. Right? See that. We get pleasure and rest from procrastination. We get some joy from it. We get a dopamine hit from the glass of wine. We get some joy from it. We get joy and a brain break from watching Netflix. There is pleasure and joy in all of it. So notice that when you're doing those things that you don't necessarily want to be doing, there is some form of joy attached to it, some dopamine attached to it. Hence why your brain wants to do it. Our brains are going to seek the dopamine and the joy either way, right? They're going to seek it out, right? If you procrastinate all the time, maybe you need to build in more rest and more joy into your day, into your week, into your schedule so that your brain doesn't have to go and look for it in other ways, okay? And then you can stop shaming yourself for it. Prioritize it. Make your joy, make your rest, make your pleasure a priority and then you can stop beating yourself up when your brain goes to seek it by binge watching Netflix for a whole Saturday. Okay, guys, I've watched some really good shows lately, just saying. (laughs) So as I was saying, our brain is going to seek the dopamine. It's going to seek the joy either way. So why not focus our dopamine hit and the joy that we want to experience on what we want to change or what we want to do more of or a habit that we want to create? So I'll run through a couple of examples here. If you want to start your own business, how can you make it fun? What would make it fun for you? This will be unique to each of us. So perhaps you want to collaborate with some friends. Maybe you want to join a local networking group and connect with other like-minded women, you know, and share ideas and be creative together. Maybe you want to throw like an opening business party, like a launch party. Maybe you do that virtually. doesn't have to necessarily be in person, right? What feels fun when it comes to starting a business? What would make it fun? So I bring a lot of joy to my business by doing things like collaborating with friends. I have a friend I am currently in the process of collaborating with to bring workshops to Uh, to the world, (laughs) I shall say, next year. And also I do speaking. I love speaking engagements. I love connecting with people. That connection in person and also virtual is really important to me. It brings me a lot of joy, a lot of pleasure. pleasure. And also trying new things. That's huge for me. I love to play and try new things in my business. That is super fun. Right, just connecting with people. Not that long ago, I did a call out to who wants to have virtual coffee and hang out. I love meeting new people. That is super fun to me. 
I also play a lot of music and I have some dance parties in my office. Yes, I do. Right. I also love to be creative. So I have got colorful, bright pink post-it notes all over my wall right now as I map out an online course I'm creating. I also utilize my whiteboard. I'll put on dance music and I'll draw on my whiteboard and mind map and brainstorm and play in that way because that is fun to me. It takes like the chore out of certain tasks. Also, I take a lot of time off, right? I didn't get in business to work nine to five. I didn't get into my own business to work for myself only to, you know, work a shit ton of hours. No, like I did this because freedom is important to me. So I prioritize beach breaks and going for a walk. Thankfully, I live right opposite the beach. I take time off. I go for coffee dates with friends. Right. So so let's take another example. If you want to start exercising regularly, this has been a bit of a theme with a couple of my clients recently. What would make it fun? What do you love to do? One of my clients said it was rowing. She loves to row. Now, my friends, I am not a fan of the rowing machine, but she loves it. And there is a thing in New York called the row house. I think that's what it was called. She joined that because that was super fun for her. Another client said she loves to dance. So she joined a dancing club. I think it was salsa. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was salsa. She joined that. Does it every week, sometimes multiple times a week. Super fun. Right. Another client said to me she loves to lift heavy and man, can she lift real heavy. She's been blowing my mind with the numbers and she hasn't done it for years, but her muscle memory has kicked in and she's blowing her mind with the numbers that she can lift. So fun. And then you create consistency because there is so much dopamine and joy attached to it. When you enjoy the form of exercise, you want to do it, you do it consistently. It becomes a habit. How cool is that, my friends? Right? Maybe it's dating. How could you make dating fun? And maybe it's that you decide to get your bestie or some of your friends on board and you are going to meet for a drink after your first date or your first couple of dates. You're going to ask for their support and you're going to debrief and you're going to talk it through and you're going to laugh and you're going to cry and you're going to do all the things, right? And that makes it fun. You have that to look forward to regardless of the outcome of the date. You have that which you get excited about and look forward to and that, you know, keeping that pattern for the first few weeks That will help you to create that consistency of continuing to stick with the process of dating, right? So what is it you want to change? What do you want to do? What do you want to create? Maybe it's a habit. Maybe you want to write a book, whatever it is. How can you make it fun? How can you attach dopamine to it so that you want to do it, so that you prioritize it naturally? Okay, One other thing I wanted to share with you all is that recently my naturopath gave me a list of restorative practices. So I went to see her for psoriasis. I have psoriasis, the skin condition, and I went to see her for something else, which I can't think what it is right now. It's slipping my mind. Anyway, one of the things that she gave me, along with some herbal remedies and, um, you know, various little tiny diet tweaks and things like that. She gave me a list of restorative practices and she said, you need to do one of these every single day. I was like, wow, okay, (laughs) way to prescribe some cool stuff. 
So I wanted to share that. And I think of these restorative practices as like mini joy breaks that I can so easily and simply add into my day. Wherever I am in the world, however busy and full my day is, I can add these things in. Okay, so here they are. And these are just some of them. I didn't pick all of them, but one of them is grounding. So that is literally taking your shoes off and going barefoot and either standing in the grass or in the sand. And she said it even works really well on concrete. Go barefoot and stand on the concrete outside or stand on the grass or go get your feet in sand. You can just do this for a couple of minutes. It doesn't have to be long. But I tell you what, the feeling of your feet in grass is actually very joyous. I have been doing it a lot lately. It reminds me of being a kid, in fact. And another one that reminds me of being a kid is legs up the wall. So you lie down on the ground and you've got your butt pressed against the wall and you raise your legs up the wall. And what that does is it really helps to calm your central nervous system down and get your body to relax. Because most of us are living in fight or flight throughout our days. Okay, so that just really helps you to, to relax and calm and regain control of your nervous system. Right, and you can just do that for a couple of minutes. It doesn't have to be a long period of time. But another one on the list is time in nature. I love being in nature, so that one's really easy for me. Right, reading, writing, creating. It was so fascinating because recently I had this drawer like I haven't painted since I was very young, but I used to love being creative and I would, you know, decorate pots and I would make different kind of artwork. And recently I've had this drawer to do fluoro artwork. If any of you guys know, I am a huge fan of fluoro and fluoro pink is like the best color in the world to me. And I haven't found any artwork that is like fluorescent artwork. So I decided to go out and I brought a bunch of canvases and only fluoro paint and a whole bunch of different kind of pen um what is it paint brushes like I'm no expert in this shit but I just went out and I brought it and I, I actually like kind of worked it into my week that I would do a little bit of this and it just brought me such joy like it was like I was losing track of time in it now <laughs> I'm not creating masterpieces and I don't give a shit because I'm having a really good time I'm like experiencing so much joy in the process and it gives me time to think and to just be with myself in a fun way. So a little side note, anything creative, fantastic. Other things on her list included yoga and breath work. Okay. I wanted to add a couple of my own things that I know bring me so much joy and they're completely free, right? And that is cat cuddles, right? You can go and find a pet in your neighborhood. I have done it before. When I lived in London, I would pet all of the neighborhood, neighborhood cats and anyone who would walk past with a dog who I could stop. <laughs> You can get your pet fix. Sunshine, time and sunshine. I just love even a few minutes, pull my sleeves up, get my legs out and just feel some sunshine on my skin. That feels amazing to me. Hot showers. I get so much joy from a hot shower. I'll tell you what, my friends in winter, I can easily have three a day. I'll have them in the middle of the day. I love them so much. <laughs> Baths. The other day I recharged my introvert batteries by getting in the bath and staying in there for an hour and falling asleep. It was bliss. But notice like getting joy in your day can be very simple and very easy. It's just that we need to prioritize it. We need to make it a priority so that our brain doesn't try and go and look for it by procrastinating or, you know, doing other things that perhaps we would look at as a form of self-sabotage, right? Or something we might beat ourselves up for. No, like our brain is trying to get joy. It's trying to get dopamine 
why not try and link it to the things that we want to do more of, right? Why not be more um, intentional with it, okay? Life is for enjoying, my friends. Like, don't wait to enjoy your life. Enjoy your life now. Make it a priority, okay? If you get one thing from this episode, make your joy and your pleasure a priority every single day. Okay, that's your homework, my friends. (laughs) And the last thing I wanted to let you know is I am currently accepting one-on-one clients. So think about what do you want to change? What do you want to change in your life? Right, it's that simple. I have three spots open for six months of private coaching. What would you do with that time? What do you want to do in six months? And you can book in for your free consult by visiting my website, xenajones.com or having a look in the show notes below this episode. All right, my friends, I'm off to finish packing. So excited. Have a magical week. Huge love to you all. Take care. Hey, friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Xena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, Xena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, xenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.